0: Welcome to the podcast ministry of Pilgrim Baptist Church. Wherever you're listening from, welcome. We pray that the truth from the Word of God speaks to your heart during today's message. In 1 Timothy chapter number 2, let's just read the verse number 9. The Bible says, in Like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel, with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with gorgeous hair or gold, or pearls or costly array. We're about modest apparel in connection with distinction. And also, the second half of it will be as far as covering your nakedness. God created, in Genesis, male and female. That's the first distinction. We already ran through First Corinthians 11, went through that verse by verse. I think it was last year, maybe over a year ago. We saw there was another outward external distinction in hair. Men, shorter hair, women have longer hair. And in apparel, there's also a, 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 a distinction. And modesty, I believe biblical, the principle is that there is a distinction um, in the way men and women dress. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter number 22. Uh, the dreaded verse that... Is from the Old Testament doesn't have anything to do with the new. And in many ways, that is true, but in other ways, uh, it is not true. I'd like to first say that we understand the difference between Old Testament under the law. We understand the difference between the nation of Israel as far uh, in, in distinction to the body of Christ. But there's a principle God lays out for the nation in Deuteronomy 22 verse 5. It says the woman. Shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment, for all that do so are abomination unto the Lord. So that would tell me that would, there, was some, there was some cross-dressing going on. There was some misunderstandings of what God wanted as far as dress. And look, we all understand dress has absolutely nothing to do with salvation if you've been saved, that's been dealt with, you're washed in the blood, you're on your way to heaven, nothing that you put on externally is going to change that. We understand that. But if the external appearance didn't matter, why are so many Christians in an uproar about drag queens coming to libraries and reading uh, vile books to children when the men are dressed like women? Because the external does matter. It does make a difference. And there is a distinction that God draws in dress when someone reads Deuteronomy 22 and they say well that's just the Old Testament or if they say well that's just not what it means that tells me I don't really have to preach on it because reading it if you understand English at all it's exactly what it means and people say well it's it it has to be the same in all cultures in other words if you say that men wear pants or britches, or jeans, or slacks, and you say that women are supposed to wear skirts, or blouses, or dresses, well, that has to be the same in every culture. And so they argue that, you know, if if it's not true for all, then it's not true at all. And so I brought a little visual aid this evening, so I thought it would help. We have this game at home, it's a card game. And in this card game, it's a matching game, and it has different nations. And, for example, the, the nation of Japan, you have a woman and a man and I'll pass these around at the end of service. You can look at it, especially young people. It just says Japan. on It It doesn't say man or a woman, but you look at the apparel and you can tell, Oh, this is the woman. Oh, this is the man by their dress. It looks nothing at all. Like the masculine attire an American would wear yet. I'm trying to make the point that through all cultures throughout the world, there is a distinction in dress. There's apparel for men versus apparel for women. Here's one from Mexico. Okay. Again, it doesn't say man or woman, but you can look at the pictures and say, oh, oh yeah, that's man, that's woman. If you know anything about world culture, you can probably guess or come close to guessing the country. Look at Peru. Here's Peru. I would never dress like that. Yet, that is the masculine attire for those in Peru. Ladies, I doubt you would ever dress like this. You can try to talk, you know, men try to talk to their wives. and Hey, do your hair up and wear the hat like this to church. Probably probably not going to happen. Nonetheless, you can see there's a distinction in the dress. And neither of these cultures have the same listed or specific articles of clothing. Here's Spain. That would be nice to dress up like a Spaniard. You know, <laughs> different. Here's Holland. I always like the well, I remember as a kid going through school and the, the wooden shoes that they had in Holland. I remember that it's like they got them on here. But what else we have Scotland? Same idea. This is what I'm looking at this picture, man and woman. Both appear to have a skirting on the clothing, yet there's a distinction in the masculine attire versus the feminine attire. We'll talk about that a little bit. Here's Ethiopia. Here's Greece. I am not dressing like the guy the guys do in (laughs) Greece, but the point is, you can see that they're all. It's not about listing articles of clothing. It's about a cultural worldwide distinction. In every culture, there's a distinction between the dress. There's a distinction between an external appearance. Look, both have long robes. This is Arabia. One is a masculine attire, one is a feminine attire. They both have skirting or a robe-like apparel, but you can tell one In that country, there's a masculine and feminine distinction. And here's my favorite. Good old Italy. Okay, here's Norway. And there's a bunch more. I'll leave these out because I'm sure the kids would like to, to look through it. But my point is that we need to get away from naming articles of clothing. We need to get back to the biblical distinction that God calls for men and women. We have to stop shying away from or being afraid of, well, someone's going to call me a legalist. People that don't want God's truth or that have a hard time hearing something that they haven't heard or have a hard time being able to agree to disagree, Just you can't just throw out the legalist card and expect at least me to buy that because I'm trying to study the Bible. I'm trying to understand the Bible. I'm trying to give it in in practical terms that people can grab a hold of some truth and then pray about it um, as the Lord would lead them. Our church isn't into scaring people into what to wear, but we are about teaching through all the Bible so that people at least have the information and then they can go and deal with it uh, in their prayer closet with the same Holy Ghost that we all have. And you come to your own conclusion. But all things, the Bible says, should be done decently and in order. And people say, well, that's not, it's the Old Testament. And it's, if it's not restated in the New Testament, then we shouldn't have it as binding. Well, look, everything in Deuteronomy is for the nation. But when it says all that do so are an abomination, it's including all. There is a distinction God wants in apparel. Modest apparel has to do with not only, but it does have to do with distinction. In dress, masculine verse, feminine. If you look at Deuteronomy 27, Deuteronomy 27, verse 21, uh, cursed, Deuteronomy 27, verse 21, cursed be he that lieth with any manner of beast. And all the people shall say, Amen. And that, that's a good place for us to say, Amen, right? Now, that is not restated in the New Testament. Do you think for a minute that principle is left God's mind and and, and for God's people, even though it's not the nation? It ain't happening in my house. And if my son and my daughter or somebody says, well, that's the Old Testament, that's not binding on us. Really? Go buy your own house. Because as for me in my house, there's another Old Testament. (laughs) There's another Old Testament scripture that New Testament Christians put on their walls. But when we come to the verses that we don't like, we come to the verses where it kind of rubs us and it may either convict us or confuse us. And we need to spend some more time on it. We tend to just say, well, that's legalism. Not legalism. It's Not legalism. We're trying to understand, right, what does God want? What does God mean when he says these things? Go back to Deuteronomy 22. And if you look at verse number 11, Deuteronomy 22, 11, thou shalt not wear a garment of divers sorts, that's different um, sorts of fabric, as of woolen and linen together, uh, thou shalt make the fringes upon the four quarters of thy vesture, wherewith thou coverest thyself, God had a specific dress code. Regarding garments, specific garments, Deuteronomy 22.5 is about the principle, a distinction in masculine versus feminine. The nation of Israel did have distinctive, okay, this apparel, yes, this apparel, no. You couldn't mix. God didn't want them mixing. They didn't mix seed. They didn't mix linen because Everything they did was about being different and separate from all of the other nations. Now I had a, a in my earlier days, it it, it it was supposed to be cool to have fringe on your jacket. So when I was in high school, that was the big thing. You know, you had, if you had fringe, I don't know if you went through that, Chris, but no, yeah. Well maybe I was the only only one didn't get the memo and that wasn't one. <laughs> I was one of the guys that wore the fringe and uh, I guess it worked back then it wouldn't work now but the nation had these specific things and you could say well it made them look silly God wanted them to look different in everything that they did um, you and I were not going for let's be different just to be different we're going for God has called us. He's separated us. By default, our life should be different. I'm saying, you say, I don't watch the same shows that I watch. I don't have any interest in it. I don't listen to the same things I listen to. I don't talk the way I talk before. I don't tell or listen to the same jokes I used to tell or listen to. Everything about my life has changed because Christ moved in. That's not wrong. That's right. That's a right thing. That's growth. If it's internal, budding outward. If it's external only, then you're being played. That's the hypocritical mass. To mask. Hypocrite means to mask. In a few months, we're going to have the Halloween. It's all idea of I'm going to mask myself. I'm going to put on an appearance with some apparel make myself look like somebody i'm not and that's not the topic of this message but there is a difference between inward producing external as opposed to just external oh uh, look at verse number 30 go back to uh deuteronomy 22 verse 30 uh the Bible says, Oh, a man shall not take his father's wife, don't do that. Uh, but then it says, nor discover his father's skirt. So here you have the a father, a masculine, obviously, masculine identity. Two genders, right? Ma- masculine, feminine, male, female, husband, wife. But you have the father's skirt. And so the skirting was like we saw in those cards, it's not like I made a career out of wearing a skirt. I mean i have to qualify that but the martial art my my jujitsu uniform the gi you put your britches on and then you put your jacket on and you tie your belt and then right under the belt there's this little area of your gi that's called the skirt anytime in class it'd be like okay no grab the skirt of the gi and pull the skirt of the gi and now use that for for your grip And, and the same we saw in those pictures you have you have masculine and feminine attire. They're both different, but, there's, but they're both robing. There's skirting in, in both of the apparels. But there's still a distinction in the male versus the female. So that's all that is. The general principle is distinction in apparel, masculine versus feminine. You can't get into labeling specific garments of apparel because that doesn't play across all cultures if you lived in Peru as a as a lady you would dress feminine based on Peru's culture and you would dress masculine based on Peru's culture if you're a christian or at least if you were lost depending on how far gone that culture is even if you were lost you would have understood that even lost families wake up and know they're not going to dress their son in a blouse they lost lost parents